All right, welcome, Taco Maniacs. This is another episode of Origin Stories Live. Today is brought to you by Covenant Life Church, and we are in the Covenant Life Church studio. Oh, oh, oh. And today, we have a very, very important guest here. We have 10th Leper. And what they're going to do is they're going to play some music acoustically and also give us a sweet, sweet testimony of their lives and how they came together. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be raw. It's going to be funny. It's going to be everything. So settle down, relax, enjoy, bring your family close. It's going to be a wild and crazy ride. And let's get this story going. Johnny Tacos here. I sound like I'm in an echo because I'm in a box deep down in Covenant Life Church. Well, you cannot hear me. But anyways, I am here with 10th Leper, and they are from South Texas as well. Central Texas? Yes. Waco? Central. Central. Yeah. All right. And we're going to listen to some awesome music on acoustic. You know, we're going to get into the mood to back in the old days when electric guitars were just a futuristic fantasy. So, uh, but before we get them on and talking about their band, a little bit about their testimony and about their ministry, just to let you know that um, we have the Bible break coming up with Hen Barks for God. You get a little five minute interlogue before the music of uh, Mr. Henry giving you a little lesson so i am kind of excited about what the lesson is so i'll be listening along with you all right without any other hesitation here is 10th leopard hey guys why don't you introduce yourselves hey good morning uh, I don't know. You mean to introduce everybody? I guess. Oh, yeah. Okay. They can't see us anymore. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was gonna. I can point over here. And go over here. No, that's not. Well, to your right, as they're listening okay. on the radio. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, uh, first of all, I'm Joanna Duncan, and um, I'm just uh, the chief cat herder, basically, uh, of this group. So, um, also do some backup singing and stuff. So. And then over here to my left is our drummer, <laughs> our drummer, Larry Holden. And um, then over here to my right is going to be Kevin Woodall. He's our guitar player. And then I don't know what you would call over here to diagonal from me here, I guess. Okay. It's Paul Fields. Um, Hello, folks. How y'all doing? He is our, our bass player, lead singer. So... Uh, that's pretty much us. So yeah, Joanna also sees, see lead uh, sings some lead vocals. Okay, just I don't. I well, I anyway. Yeah, I make a joyful noise. That's that's it. So yeah. Well, the only joyful noise. Uh, the only joyful noise I get to is when I'm in the shower and nobody's around. <laughs> hey, know. yeah, but the Lord hears it and he, I'm sure he's smiling. So, yeah, because I usually, when they ask me, hey, could you do that solo? I'm like, all right, I get a solo. It's like, a little bit lower, just a little <laughs> bit lower because. Solo, Yes, yes, <laughs> that is correct. So where does the name come from? I know that Jesus came and he healed 10 lepers and only one came back to thank. Everybody else just went on their merry way. Yep. Is that sort of a in a nutshell? 17, 17th chapter of the book of Luke, uh, 10 lepers came to Jesus. And, uh, you know, it, if you know about leprosy in those days, there was uh, no cure. And it is. It was a death. That, or it was a disease that would eventually heat, kill you. And uh, so they were on their way to death. And uh, so they got together. And, and <clears throat> now I'm paraphrasing. Got together and they went to Jesus. They, they Jesus's reputation 
had uh, gone ahead of him, and uh, he went and they went to him and said, "Jesus, Jesus, would you please heal us?" And uh, <clears throat> he said, "Okay, well, just go show yourself to the priests." And so they obediently started going toward where the priests would be, and uh, they, uh, as they were going, they noticed that they were being healed. That there in itself is a good sermon for all you preachers out there. But anyway, being obedient to what you're told to do. But anyway, as they went, they were healed, and one of them realized what was going on, and he turned around and went back, to, and he fell down at the feet of Jesus and began to worship him. And, uh, and Jesus uh, said, well, wasn't there nine others? So we figured he was the tenth one who was healed by Jesus and came back to praise him. Amen. That's what we are all about. He's healed us of a lot of things, and we just come back to praise him. I know that we don't give a lot of thanks to to Jesus, you know, for everything that we've done, even through the hard times. At least we have faith and the strength to make it through. And I know each one of us had our hard times, you know. We've been on the earth for a couple of years, right? We're all 21, right? Just a couple, yeah. We're all forever 21, and that's not an ad for the show, uh, for the store. I'm <laughs> just thinking about all that. But um, how long have you all been together? Well, the original 10th Leper Band was started in uh, back in, what, 20, how many years? Help me out. Okay. Well, probably 27 years. 27 years ago. And uh, <clears throat> we have, of course, changed personnel through the years. He's, I, he's the original one left. Paul guess, is, uh, is the le original leper. So. Yes, yes. So uh, um, we started then with with pretty much the same. Well, yeah, the same philosophy is we uh, we just seek to praise the Lord when we when we plug in and kick kick our amps on. We're going to worship the Lord, and that's our that's our bottom line. Um, and then as we do that. As Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. So what we do is uh, we're, we're, we've always kind of liked to be more out of the uh, box. And I, won't, I don't know if we'd be cutting edge, but we, we like to be out of the box of, of quote, quote, gospel music. Because when you say I've got a gospel band— there's all these different connotations than what we are. And and so I always say, well, we're a blues rock band that are all Christians and we sing for Jesus. But um, that's what we do. Uh, so um, that's what we're all about. We've always said we'll never charge money to go and preach the gospel. We go on free and uh, the Lord supplies our needs. And, you know, that is so true. It's um we live in a, a world that we just, everybody needs money and money. And we're hitting a recession here. And, and it's hurting a lot of uh, Christian bands because they do do it for free. Um, you know, we had a free concert here in November. Everybody came in and worked free. And it was it was awesome. It was beautiful. It moved. Uh, you know, I could see God was really present in that situation. Uh, but we live in a, in a world where monetary goes over quality and over your your soul and we live in that selfie world and it's getting closer to the end you know end times jesus is coming back we don't know when right. um you know uh they have so many scholars and every, everybody else trying to pinpoint the day that jesus comes back but you don't know he said he'll come in like a, a thief in the night you know, um, and what just, I joke around. Yeah, just don't be like the bumper sticker and, and say, hey, uh, look busy. Jesus is coming. No, we, we need to be about the Father's business. So, yes, that's what we try to do. That's what I say about my boss on when I go to work. <laughs> look busy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, uh, nobody nobody knows that he'll come in because a thief don't go to you before he, he invades your house say, hey. I'm just going to let you know when you're out um, at that vacation, I'm going to come in. I'm going to take all your stuff, you know. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, if you would, if it's not too much of an inconvenience, can you leave the doors unlocked? Thank you. Love you. Bye-bye. You know, they, it doesn't do it. That's why um, 
That's why people are so baffled. They don't know when it's it's going to happen. Unless they're from the government. <laughs> yeah, the government. Okay. We have the comedian in the house. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Kevin Our is... rehearsals are very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, on a serious note, um, you, you do what you do for, for God. You glorify him. Um, you know, it's God, family, and then uh, yourself. Uh, do you ever, has, has being on this road, this journey, has ever really test your faith? Like, like saying, well, I don't know if I can do this anymore because number one, money problems. And number two, uh, illness, illness, um, number three, you know, the time, cause it takes a lot of time to go out to, uh, places to, to perform and all that. And it, and it just takes away from anything else. I, yeah, I think I, I think at some point all of us probably would have that would have crossed our mind. I mean, but the Lord is always faithful in bringing something back around or someone back around that we where we've played before or we've we've been to a prison somewhere. Literally, there's people who have been out of prison or in the drug treatment center, and they'll come up to us and go, "Man." You you played at Center Core for us, or you played at the prison, and I was there. Thank you for what you do. Thank you. I mean, it's just a God kiss, just to say no, keep going. You're doing you're doing the right thing. Keep going. Don't stop. And Don't we're stop. more of a highways and hedges kind of band. Uh, we do churches, but we're mostly out in the parking lot, church under the bridge in Waco every month. Uh, tomorrow, Center Core. There, right? Yeah, we'll be there to, tomorrow. Uh, Church on the Bridge, but Cinecore, drug rehab, a lot of prisons. COVID just sort of stopped that. It's supposed to start again with Prison Fellowship pretty soon, and so we're excited about that. But we love going to places that maybe some churches can't go to. We've done bar churches. We did. Um, we do bar churches for the Christian Motorcycle Association. We did the. Uh, a few, one ourselves, where we'd come in, these managers would hear us do a benefit or something, and they would say, look, on the first Sunday of every month, will you come into the Shade Tree uh, bar, biker bar, or Tokyo, Tokyo store? store yeah. And we were there two and a half years, two years at Shade Tree, and they would hear us, and they said, look, before we open, there's always bikers. Why don't you come and uh, share the gospel and sing the gospel? And so uh, that's what this ministry is all about. It's a highways and hedges kind of man and that's what i love about it so so you go out to where uh we'll just say any of the contemporary christians wouldn't you wouldn't see them go because you're not contemporary you know you, you're out there because jesus didn't just stay in the church no you know if he just stayed in a church how would he get his word out to the lost right yeah uh so you go out there you go out there and fight the good fight in bars and um you know, outside for for uh, prison, right? Yeah, you yeah. prison ministry. Secular events. I mean, we've done you know car well, shows. We played for the Banditos because they asked us. Yeah. At the uh, Red Gold Club, uh, Burleson, yeah. with the Christian Motorcycle Association, we played their first church service. Uh, we played uh, church services for the Cossacks, not together, of course. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know those kind of things and. Uh, that's what I like about this ministry. Amen. We, I, I like in <clears throat> our ministry is boots on the ground. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good analogy. Yeah, because you got to be out there. Um, you know, you can't just you can't be in a room full of saved people and expect to have more saved people, because then it's just your, yourself preaching to yourself in a mirror. Yeah, well, we fit in well because. Uh, the difference between them and us is actually a choice. Yeah, amen. Where you choose to follow or go. Uh-huh. And um, to to go out there and to represent Christ when you're out there in these places where uh, there's so much sin out there. Um, and there's so much sin in the church, too. You know, I, I don't mind stepping on people's feet if they need to be stepped on, you know. Um how how do you 
how does it feel when you get like you, you get that message? Hey, thank you for doing that song because it really opened my eyes. It made me feel uh, the presence of God, and it made me want to hunger more. How did that feel um, to you when you first the first time you ever heard that? Well, the thing that comes to me is is praise. Not not self praise, but praising of the Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when His gospel comes out, and we see it comes back to us because people say, "Hey, those songs are are what you said really touched me deep in my heart," and uh, that's what what it's all about that, for me. That's our pre- that's our pay. Yeah, we're not we we're don't not get money. We're not in it for the income. We're in it for the outcome. Yeah, Amen. But, um, I, I'm of course I'm old. You can tell I'm of the old. Uh, if you had a camera, play. I'm of the old Keith Green mentality ministry, and you know we just go out to to bring people into the kingdom. Because when you leave this earth, what are you going to take with you? Nothing. Nothing except the souls that you've brought into the kingdom. They'll come. You. They may not come when you come, but one day. Sorry, one day when we're up there in heaven. Here comes these souls that we minister to. That that's what is eternal. Uh, that's what you know. That's why it's a waste of time to spend all your time on mammon. But I'm I'm not going to start preaching. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if if God is is moving you to to do it, you know, I never told somebody cut it out, cut it out. Right. We don't have time for that. Yeah, right. You know, this is but uh, but the. The, the thing is, is that we're building the kingdom. Right. Amen. We're all in it for, yeah. for that reason. That's it. And it's, and it's, it's hard work. It's, it's not going to be the easy laid back way because people tend to go to sin because it's easy. It doesn't take any effort. Yeah. No effort at all. Um, and when, when you have that sin, but the, the only thing about it is, just like drugs or alcohol, you you try it once, you get that high, you get that rush, you get that that excitement. But after a while, your tolerance builds up, and you got to do it more and more and more. And that's when you get into that hole. But um, but like Jesus said to the to that lady in the well, you know, you drink from me, you never go thirsty Amen. from the waters, you know. And, and another thing about drugs and alcohol and things like that, it numbs the pain. Many people are out there numbing their pains, not not knowing that Jesus will take away Amen. the pain. And that that is so funny that you said that because that was my life. Um, I'm going to say about 15 years ago uh, because of uh, a divorce and because of uh, she took my child away. I was numb in the pain, but I did not look to my father. I looked to the alcohol because um, to me, my alcohol was a generational sin. My mother was an alcoholic. My grandmother was an alcoholic. Um, you know, it's, it, it was a, it was an easy way out. And you know what you do? You know what happens when stuff is goes so easy? You get you get that that easy. It's going to fall down. It's going to mess up. You can't just build a house on on um, sticks. You have to have the foundation. You have to have everything because you can build a house quick. If but uh, because the foundation takes the time to to make. But if you if you just put a house together, what's going to happen? Maybe you'll get five years out of it before it falls down. Yep. Or a good tornado come by. Yes. You know, we live in Tornado Alley here, so. Yep. So who was your influences growing up um, uh, musical? Uh, we're, we're getting into the we're getting to the meat. This one, yeah, this could take a while. Uh, who wants to go first on that one? Paul? Well, my spiritual influences was, uh, like I said, Keith Green, uh, Resurrection Band, Glenn Kaiser, uh, people like that. Uh, that's that's what influenced me spiritually. Before that, musically, I was uh, influenced by things like Hendrix, uh, uh, Mountain, a lot of the guys you saw at, at uh, 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 what was that? Uh, well, there at Woodstock. Woodstock. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm old. 
Uh, <laughs> Woodstock, uh, of course, ZZ Top being from Texas, and then the blues guys like Stevie Ray Vaughan, oh, yeah. and and, and uh, you know uh, Howlin' Wolf, uh, the Mississippi Delta blues players, the Texas blues players, the Chicago blues players. All of that music, you know, influenced my music and what I liked. And uh, but then most important was the spiritual things, like um, like I said earlier, Keith Green Resurrection Band. Band called Servant. I don't know if anybody's ever heard no, of Paul these guys. Paul and I were pretty much involved in the Jesus yeah. movement, and that influenced us so greatly. Mm-hmm. So, so what you had is the best of both worlds. You had that Southern uh, rock, rock yeah. and roll yeah. mixed with the gospel. Yeah, and then you just made a goulash out of it. Yeah. Oh man, I'm getting well, hungry. I keep talking job. about food. I like that. Well, but your name is Johnny Taco. We've been hungry since we've I been know, here. Man. Uh, for me, my influences on the drums and percussion, um, you know, uh, non-Christian would be Black Sabbath, uh, drumming influence from that, uh, Mitch Mitchell from Jimi Hendrix Experience, um, the Christian band The Way, uh, Love Song. Um, let's see, I know there's there's a lot of uh, those Jesus movement bands that that just touch my the influence of in the flavoring of my whether it's hand percussion or drumming that I do and uh, well, I got to a point to where even though I was a Christian I was still listening to Black Sabbath then he convicted me and I wouldn't burn all that stuff I, I did I mean that's what I was supposed to do at the time and so now my music is to glorify the Lord in everything we do and but I'm always tapping on something as a drummer I mean uh, you gotta you gotta <laughs> beat on something but uh, oh oh uh, the other secular thing that influenced my hand percussion and my drums would be the yardbirds you know and uh, of course cream was in there too but the the christian bands uh, you know i was so excited when mark farner from grand funk railroad became a christian and i heard a song isn't it amazing what a prayer could do it just touched my heart and so he's out there serving the lord too and uh, and, uh, of course, Grand Funk Railroad was, was a big influence on me, too. But that, uh, I think, sort of shaped my, my drumming and my hand percussion to give it to the Lord. And, you know, those are great drummers. Uh, me, mine was Lars from Metallica. Yeah, Metallica. Um and then that, that one gentleman from Def Leppard had that one arm, and they made that drum set just for him. Yeah. I keep forgetting his name. God, please, I'm he's sorry. Still, he's still still out there kicking it, too. So, what? Oh, pardon the pun, kicking it. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh hold on. There you go. Well, uh, A little delayed. What an inspiration, too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What? But, What's your influences? My influences? Um, Not that you're under the influence. Uh, the only no. influence I'm under uh, is uh, the only, yeah, Holy Spirit's it. That's 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 it. From the web. <laughs> 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 so, um, I well, growing up, I'm. I mean, I listened to a lot of secular music, and um, uh, I didn't really start listening. I guess till I was probably about in my teens, probably about 15, 16, that I really started listening to any Christian music really at all. Um, but I, I always have had a love of music. And I mean, I think that's the reason why the Lord put me, uh, in this, in this band. Um, I never in a million years would imagine that I would be doing this. Um, but now I can't imagine doing anything else. Um, I don't know. A lot of it was, um, well, for me, and this may sound hokey, but for some people, it's like no Amy Grant because back in the day, I mean, that was when I started listening to a lot of a lot of the of of Christian music at that time. Made a lot of Christian music mainstream for a lot of people. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, so like Amy Grant. Um, well, she actually went secular for a little she bit. She did for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Um, uh-huh. yeah. uh, goodness, I'm trying to think of some of them. Even some Striper back then. Yes. I mean, yeah. yeah. 
rock on. Yeah, rock on. Let's I'll put a plug. Striper's coming to town next month. Are they really? So, no, yeah. In Tiff Flipper, we do not have to wear spandex, right? We can. Oh, Lord, no. <laughs> I tried mine on a while back. No. I think they would shoot us and put us out of okay, our misery. Okay, you're going to have to part. Okay, I'm just saying. So, anyway. Well, you know, if I put spandex on, I'd be pushing away listeners oh, and not bringing geez. them here. They could hear the spandex See, and they just run away. I can't dress them up. Can't take them anywhere. That's just all there is to it. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, anyway, Kevin, what's what's your? Uh, well, I'm a child of the '80s, born in the '60s, and um, I've always listened to music. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I always sang as long as I can remember since about 12 years old. Not not so much when I was younger, but we moved to Hubbard, Texas, when I was 12 from Waco, and uh, first real band, I, not band, but a church group I sang in. It was four kids and a mom. Quartet type stuff. We called ourselves the Oil Can Quartet, and we were slick. Uh, <laughs> there's an old recording. Uh, that, sound, that sounds like what was it? Toe Mater? Yeah. What was it? Mater in the hubcap? Yeah, or Mater in the gas caps? Sometimes you know, trouble sometimes <laughs> are here. It was awesome, and uh, that gave me the bug. But I had a guitar so long it sat in the corner and bent the neck. I just never learned. It's hard. It's not easy to play guitar. For everybody out there that got one over the COVID, stick with it. It's worth it, but it's hard. To, it's not easy, you know. And uh, then the '80s came, and all the hair bands, which I loved, but my mind does not comprehend some of those that guitar stuff. And uh, so my biggest influence is musically, Allison Chains, Soundgarden, Stone Temple Pilots, and when that stuff hit ac- acoustic unplugged, that's when my brain just clicked with the guitar and. I started playing a lot and then I kind of quit and uh, I ended up in a band in Shreveport, a rock band, did a lot of that type of stuff, singing and playing guitar and uh, had a preacher over in East Texas that they started the Cowboy Church. He asked me would I come play and I was like, dude, what's Cowboy Church? <laughs> you know, and uh, told me and uh, I ended up being in a country band over in East Texas and so we started playing there, not the band, I started playing there and for about five or six years and couple years later, we moved back this direction, and I haven't played out in seven, eight years, maybe 10. I don't remember. And uh, But I always just sang and played rhythm. That's all I did. My brain just lead guitar. just wasn't my thing. I sang is what I did. I had to play guitar because no one would hire me to just stand there. So I always played guitar, too, so I could bring something to the band. And um, my father-in-law, October 4 last, so it's been over so. a year now. He had cancer and passed away in October. Larry was our hospice chaplain. And my mother-in-law told me, Larry is a drummer in a gospel band. And they're See, looking for a the, guitar player. The gospel band came And I'm like, say. cool. I don't play gospel. <laughs> you know, I, I like gospel music. I like bluegrass. I like country music. I mean, I grew up in Waco, Texas. How can I not like country? <laughs> the songs I write mainly come out country until I change them. Into rock, we made them southern rock. Yeah, so <laughs> just add the um, add the power chords to it. Yeah. yeah, you know, and um, so I don't want to play gospel. You know, then I got to talking to Larry, and he's like, "Yeah, we check out the Facebook." Well, I clicked on the Facebook, expecting to hear "Trouble Sometimes Are Here" <laughs> with four part harmony and holding your breath forever. You know, <laughs> and I heard Black Sabbath with Christian lyrics on a couple of type songs, and I'm like, dude. Or Real. Hendrix, yeah. But then he's like, yeah, we're looking for a lead player. And I don't do that. But what's uh, funny is... Tag, you're it. For the last three years, or since 2018, pretty much, was how many years is that? Five? Yeah. All I've done at the house by myself is watch YouTube videos that play a background and then show you what scales to play. And I still don't know what I'm playing half the time unless I stop and think about it. But... That's all I've done for five years to get ready for this. And I didn't know I Amen. was getting ready for it. Yep. So that's yeah. good to hear. And I, I tell you, the uh, when they MTV did that unplugged, it, it was just amazing because I, I liked, I loved uh, Alice in Chains, Nirvana, and all that. When they did the unplugged, cool unplugged was good. Yeah. It's just a, it's, I think that was like their greatest, that was the last greatest thing they ever did. Yep. 
you know, now now they're all where what, they went to what brothers ridiculous. or whatever they got now. Big brother and or well, ridiculous, ridiculous is on sixteen hours a day now on MTV. Yeah. Unless you go to MTV Classic, you might find something worth watching. Yeah, and I'm thinking, is there enough episodes to actually go sixteen hours a day with ridiculousness? I know there's a lot of crazy people that do videos, but I don't think there would be sixteen hours a day. <laughs> it's like watching TV Land over. And over and over, which I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, TV Land actually had some original comedies like earlier on, like before 2020. They had uh, a couple of comedies, and I, I actually caught myself watching it. And in between, you know, Married with Children right. and, you know, <laughs> uh, Mark and Mindy. So, oh, shows what? <laughs> so, um, have y'all, uh, where's the farthest y'all y'all played? Belize. Belize, Central America. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. Prison we went, and some we churches over there. We yeah. played, we played uh, three churches, two city parks, and the Belizean prison. And we, we spoke did. at a children's, uh, what was that, orphanage juvenile. or something? Juvenile. Oh, the ju- juvenile, yeah, the juvenile, yeah, uh, detention thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. juvenile. Yeah. Detention. Yeah, yeah. And the Belizean people, they love music. It was, a, it was a good ministry there. Yeah, we we went and I'm like, I don't, I don't know how they're going to take to our music because they got some good music, you know, the reggae and stuff like that, and and so I was kind of not concerned. I was just this, this will either go or it won't. And they loved our music too. <laughs> they they thought it was funny because the little kids I was playing their drums and they'd come in and say, "Do you know the punta beat? Punta." Uh, I think when they're born, they learn the punta beat, and uh, <laughs> so I learned the punta beat. And uh, and I noticed that a lot of Christian radio. I don't know if they realize they're doing punta, but but they are. A lot of it you hear on contemporary yeah. Christian music. Uh, one of the ladies, I, I, I remember saying something, and she was like, I was not sure I would like what you call this rock music, but I do. I like it. It's like, okay, awesome. Thank you, Lord. So, yes, no, that was and, great. Uh, Kenny Parker, who went with us on that trip, he plays uh, slide guitar. With, not all the time, but there were a couple of songs we had. He played slide with a glass slide. And uh, and uh, one guy came up to him. He said, you play guitar with a glass bottle? <laughs> it was like a bottle. Didn't understand. So yeah. it, was, it was, you know, a little bit foreign. Uh, the one thing about Central America, and this is when I actually did a interview with somebody from there. He's a uh, contemporary gospel singer. Uh, that is actually a melting pot like the United States because there's a German set, uh, settlement in there. There's an African settlement. There's oh, yeah. uh, there's so many different people there. and But the difference is between the United States and Central America down there is not really um, seated as, you know, you're German or you're right. somebody. It's, it's more of a family. All We're all yeah. from Central yeah. America. Yeah. And, uh, it was it was amazing talking to them, and we're at the same time frame. So I'm over here thinking I'm waking them up at two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, like I do with uh, my UK um, interview uh, bands that I interview. And he goes, "Oh, it's four p.m." I'm like, "No, it's 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 four p.m. here." <laughs> I keep forgetting that Central America is in our time the, zone. Yes, yeah. it is. It's Except they don't do daylight savings time. Yeah, they're they're Arizona. Yep. Yeah. yeah, they're the Arizona of uh, America, <laughs> Central America. Yeah, oh. but we and and we've been to uh, Las Vegas uh, and played in Vegas. Not you know, it's not like Caesar's Palace or nothing. But we did we did ministry in Vegas. We played the streets of Vegas. We played the streets. Yeah, in Vegas, they actually are wanting us to come back. Um, been to uh, just um, Midland, Odessa, Abilene. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Um, have not got over into Louisiana yet. I'm still waiting for that one, but yeah. got to work. They're on not it. ready. Work they're not it. ready. <laughs> got to work on our side of code. No, no, no. You know, um, Canada loves uh, like Southern rock kind of oh, yeah. music. So you know, maybe you can. I, I got some ties in Canada. Maybe I can oh, get a hold. Canada. Okay. So Wait. you got to practice your maple syrup. <laughs> Skills. Border nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. Like to do a podcast. 
Just yeah. Give a oh, here you go. Oh, there you no, go. Stop. <laughs> but uh, is there new music? Uh, are y'all making new music? Do y'all do it on a daily or, you know, you just have little spurts? Like, oh, that sounds like a good song. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, most of our, we, we do a lot of original. Uh, we do covers, but we don't do covers and change the lyrics. We do covers that don't need their lyrics changed. Uh, Simple Man. Uh-huh. Uh, good song. Good song. I mean, just Other, like other than is. Can't You See, and we say, yeah. look, look at what Jesus did for me instead yeah. of what, you know. Yeah, so. Can't You See was, uh, actually, I got the lyrics to it from uh, uh, Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday, who had, had since become Christians, and they were they had changed the lyrics to Can't, Can't You See. So I told him, can I steal them lyrics? And he said, sure. So anyway, I saw him in concert up in uh, Illinois. But um um, but we don't, we're not like a, what do you call it? We take a song and change it. Parody. Not quite yeah, parody, it's a parody. Yeah, it's, parody well, yeah. parody is more like tongue in cheek comedy. Yeah, it's yeah it's like yeah. Weird Al. Yeah. But no, we, we, we take a, um, uh, I mean, we even do some stuff like, um, uh, Pride and Joy from yeah. Stevie Ray. I mean, we just play, that's just a good song that. People enjoy, and it's there's nothing wrong dedicated with that. Dedicated to our world. But we yeah, do dedicated to the world. Amazing Grace to the tune of Purple Haze by Jimi Hendrix. And, and we, yeah. see, the yeah. thing is, when I got in the band, uh, that's been almost uh, going on 13 years ago, they said, if we ever realize that we're not praising the Lord, we'll shut it down right then. And I tell you what, we we worship, and we haven't had to do that. And when we're playing Purple Haze, or uh, Amazing Grace to the Tune of Purple Haze, we're worshiping, and it's powerful. And uh, I don't know if anybody else does that, but... Yeah. there's like actually yeah. yeah, there's actually a person that did, uh, what was it, um... Hell's Bells um, as, and uh, Amazing Grace with the background cool. music of ACDC. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't heard that one. Really. And uh, he's, like, he's like, you can do anything. You can sing Amazing Grace in any kind of music playing. And and he was doing like different ones. Um, he did uh, some ACDC, he did uh, Metallica. But uh, it was that, what was that one song? Um, oh. I can't. Uh, is it was a it was like a it was off the black album. It was like uh, one. It was a slow song. Nothing else matters. Yeah, nothing else no. matters. There you go. I didn't. I knew I should have. We need to get. On. <laughs> I didn't burn my record. I still got them. <laughs> Actually, I've well, got my I've black got Sabbath. Too. I burned. Uh, but uh, do y'all have any future concerts coming up? Or well, we we've actually just we you're asking about studio or asking about new music. We do have some stuff coming out. Uh, we just um, have been in the studio um, working on some new stuff, and some of the stuff is actually older stuff that we haven't really done anything with that we've wanted to do, and uh, so we've we've definitely uh, just gotten into the studio and worked on that. And uh, so that, that should be they're They're working on the, the, the mixing and mastering. And so we should hopefully have that coming out soon. I don't have a date yet, but you know, and even though some of the music we haven't recorded before, this is what I love about Kevin. Um, I love how he interprets our music or any music that we play on the guitar, his vocals, but man, I, I love his lead guitar playing. And, uh, you know, and and we had started another uh, this CD years ago, and we had about seven songs under it. We listened to it. We weren't satisfied with it. We thought, well, Kevin's in the band now, so so that's. Uh, and I think this CD is going to be called "Saved Me." Yeah, we we have a song called "Save Me," and so we're going to name this one the "Saved Me." So yeah, that that kind of got, got a ring to it, you know. <laughs> Yeah. It's like save me, and then you saved me. Yeah. Well, this song—it's uh, actually one of the authors was Paul, but uh, the guy who put the music to it used to be what associate pastor of this church. Yeah. JP. Yeah. Yeah. John yeah. Phillips. John Phillips. Yeah. yeah. He he actually worked, did the music. Yeah, we worked together on this song. Yeah. It was a collaboration. And uh, it, it's it's a song about the uh, demoniac of the gatherings. So. Oh. <laughs> so there you go. That'll tell you a whole lot about it. But it, anyway, and um, for a treat for the listeners, y'all are going to play 
two acoustic songs. Do you know which ones you're going to play? Uh, I don't one, know. One, is, one, <clears throat> one at least we'll do is, I hope Kevin did, a, he has a song called I Choose to Praise. And that's going to be awesome. There's that's all. Came- I guess we'll do that. And then we, this, I don't know what that song came to me one night at about two in the morning. And I jumped up with a pen and a paper and a guitar and literally 10 minutes, the song was done. I mean, we've changed keys because we rocked it up a little bit, but not a lot. You know, I, when, when I wrote I didn't write the song. I literally just wrote it down. Actually, you and your so wife are praying, right? Yeah. And then and she said, hey, amen. We watched some movies that night or something. It was late. And then she got through praying and said, hey, amen. And I got up and being that that's probably been seven, eight years ago. But so you sort of. Mid-40s. It was a, a song said, catcher. You go to the bathroom? And I was like, no, I got a song. And literally just wrote it word for word. So you're Nirvana, the song. Yeah. Because they, they, Nirvana did an album. And less than a day, the, the the whole the second album, their second album that well, came Paul, out. Paul likes to call it. He said he doesn't write songs. It's a, he's a song catcher. Oh, a song so, catcher. Yeah, yeah. I've so written Lord, a few, and they, you struggle with them. Some of the songs I've written have come out fast. A lot of them are still in the notebook because I've tried to write them, and they're still there. And if I can find that notebook. We may dig a few out and see if we can do something with them because you don't know what's going to inspire you. Because sometimes I played by myself for so long that I didn't have something to bounce. You know, now I can play something and Paul does this. I'm like, that's it right there. Or Larry can hit something. That's it. There you go right there. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. He's got another song uh, Kevin wrote that is called Country Day. And it's something that is it's basically just about small town living and, you know, just how he grew up. But some people, it just like, it's such a different song for us. And he's like, I don't know if that would be something. He played it. And I went, I love it. Let's no, let's do it. And so it's, it's that throws people off when they hear this one. Cause it's like, wow, that's really different for y'all. And it's like, well, good. That's what we want. We, we want to be different. Yeah, was, because you know, we want versatility. So. It, yeah. Because you don't want to hold you, all your CDs to sound the same. No, we're not going to be pigeonholed. We never have been. It's always something. We've got something different on, you know. When Kevin got in the band or when we first talked out at, uh, actually it was the memorial service of his dad. I always call this a funny thing happened on the way to the hospice funeral. We got a lead guitar player. And uh, I said, brother, I said, I got to be honest with you. We're not country or Western. So we call this uh, a Southern rock song, but it's a, uh, it's a good song. It's got a, it's, it's a fun song. It's a good song. It it's about fun. hard work. It's all those kind of things. And that, and we that love it. Teaching your kids how to pray and, you know, helping your neighbor and, yeah. yeah, it's just everything that you should know how to do because yeah. your parents should should have already taught you. Good, yeah, you good know, morals and values. Good mor- yeah, that's and yeah. and that's that's all that Christianity wants is good morals, good standards to love your neighbor to, but above all to love God. Yeah, and, and you know I I believe a lot of issues would easily be obsolete if we just adhere to those those standards. Well, you know? I think the world deep down wants to see people who are Christians and they're real with their faith. Not this facade, but something that's real every day. And uh, when no. when you're hurt, what do you do with that? I run to scripture, run to prayer, and my relationship with the Lord. Christian music helps me to grow in that and helps me to keep my focus on the Lord. And uh, so I, I believe we're, we're real with what we believe, and we like to share that. Amen. It's all Amen. about being a good person and being in the country. And nothing against a cell phone, because a lot of people are probably going to listen to this on a cell phone. But living without a phone in your hand, working, having fun, jumping in the lake, driving on country roads. You know what I mean? I used to get in the most trouble without a phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mama didn't know where I was at. <laughs> that's, that's true. But I never about that, that back then. Really? Physically, not on the book of faces or the Instagram. TikTok. No, that's, you know I think I mean? that, I've got 7,000 friends. No, you don't. I believe that's the zombie apocalypse for real with the phone because people are just, 
they they have no clue. They they're walking and they walk into stuff just because they're too busy looking at the phone. Yeah, I had to catch my daughter doing that one time. She ran She's right into a pole, not once but twice. <laughs> Get off there! <laughs> but it's a sad thing when you go into a restaurant or something and you see all the people at the table on their phones and they're not talking. Yeah, well, that's, that's at love- home. That's even at home. People do that at home. I'm like, what happened? What? Yeah. That's why I love this band so much. And, you know, I, I've always told them, because I, and I'm the oldest in the band. I'm 68. I'll be p- pushing 69. And always wondered what it would be like being an older drummer. He's lying. He's 23. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, you know, I've been in the band. He year, is the biggest kid I know. A year and say. a quarter. A year and four or five months now. Because mm-hmm. apparently they go through drummers like, what's the movie? Uh, I can't remember the name of the movie now. Like that one band went through drummer spinal tap. Spinal yeah, tap. spinal tap. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm one of many. Hopefully, I'm here to stay for a little while. Yeah. It, uh, yes, hopefully. But but the relationship that we have, I mean, we love each other. We'd yeah. do anything for for anybody. And I, I I've been telling for the last several years. I said, if this stopped for me tomorrow, these are friendships that will last the rest of our lives. Yeah, and I believe that. You know, you, you're together you're making music together it's it's it becomes more than a family yeah you know and i've but i've seen bands come and go it's just some people forget that somebody some people forget it's it's family you know family needs to be with family so well we're, we make our priority again jesus is the center god is the center just the center of it all. If if we, if that ever deviates, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's the reason why the, the band has been going as long as it has is because, you know, uh, we, number one, that's that's priority. Number two, that we are more than family. Yeah. We we just, I mean, we, we do love each other, you know, so. And you know what? Y'all are gonna love each other again because we're gonna have two songs playing, <laughs> and uh, I'm just gonna let y'all know before we get to the acoustic, we're gonna give you a little Bible break with my buddy Hembarks for God. So after he gets done with that little small lesson, get you a little refreshment in the Bible, we'll we'll be back with Tenth Leper. Yo fam, God bless. This is your boy Hinbarks for God, here once again with your Bible break. Today we're picking up with Matthew 9. Again, I am in the New King James Version, so I hope you're able to read along. So he, being Jesus, got into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own city. Then behold, they brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, be of good cheer, your sins are forgiven. And at once some of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemes. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Arise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins, Then he said to the paralytic, Arise, take up your bed and go to your house. And he arose and departed to his house. Now when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, who had given such power to men. Verse 9. As Jesus passed on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax office. And he said to him, Follow me. So he arose and followed him. Now it happened, as Jesus sat at the table in the house, that, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and sat down with him and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard that, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick, but go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. 
Then the disciples of John came to him, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, Can the friends of the bridegroom mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch pulls away from the garment, and the tear is made worse. Nor do they put new wine into old wineskins, or else the wineskins break. The wine is spilled, and the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into new wineskins, and both are preserved." Verse 18. While he spoke these things to them, behold, a ruler came and worshipped him, saying, My daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her and she will live. So Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. And suddenly a woman who had a flow of blood for twelve years came from behind and touched the hem of his garment. For she said to herself, If only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. But Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, Be of good cheer, daughter, your faith has made you well. And the woman was made well from that hour. Hallelujah. When Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw the flute players and the noisy crowd wailing, he said to them, Make room, for the girl is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him. But when the crowd was put aside, he went in and took her by the hand, and the girl arose. And the report of this went out into all that land. When Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. And their eyes were opened. And Jesus sternly warned them, saying, See that no one knows it. But when they had departed, they spread the news about him in all that country. Verse 32. As they went out, behold, they brought to him a man, mute and demon-possessed. And when the demon was cast out, the mute spoke. And the multitudes marveled, saying, It was never seen like this in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He casts out demons by the ruler of the demons. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary and scattered, like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Yes and amen. I pray that all those hearing this will go out and be laborers for the harvest of the Lord. God bless you. That's it for today's Bible break. We'll talk soon. Bye. All right. Welcome back. Now put your hands together, metaphorically and physically, for 10th Leper.
version of choose to praise and you see me and you can see them at the under the bridge church in and waco texas uh every month i think i believe it's the end of the month so check them out it's gonna it's an awesome event uh everybody sits outside in the beautiful sun and enjoy it i want to thank the guys from 10th leper for uh coming on the show today and performing uh i appreciate everything you do for the kingdom uh and what you're doing to honor our lord and savior jesus christ i want to thank handbarks for god for giving that awesome bible break while we got our guitars ready to rock your faces off i want to thank everyone that listens to this show and if you like this show and i know you do because you tell me every day then like subscribe and share share to everybody because the best thing in life is possi- poss- uh, possibility, no, positivity. That is the word of today, my brothers and sisters, positivity. And to all the new listeners that happen to stumble upon this podcast, thinking, hey, I'm going to learn some recipes today. I'm going to eat some tacos that Johnny Tacos had perfected over the voice. I hate to disappoint you, but I do have good news. And that was my dog barking because of the good news. I have good news. The edification that you get is the word of Jesus Christ through the testimonies of my guest and my constant babbling. So you have not come here by mistake. There was something here that God wanted you to hear. And you know what? If you think you didn't hear what God wanted you to hear, this is what God wants you to hear. He loves you. He wants to be a part of your life. He wants to help you get out of that darkness that you're so stuck in. All you have to do is reach out your hands and he'll grab you and put you in his hand and protect you. And remember, he will not leave you or forsake you. He is the father amongst all fathers, the king of kings, the Lord of lords. But he is a caring, loving Lord. So let's pray together before we leave off of here. Lord, thank you for having my guest here. Thank you for letting me have the voice to speak your your gracious, your your grace and and to be a beacon, be a 
a mouthpiece to to spread your love lord lord thank you for giving the chance for for musicians to share their gift of music to reach out and grab people that have been lost so long lord i pray that you go out to the world and you cleanse this world of the darkness that we're living in today lord i i pray that you open hearts and that you you break pride and let them say it's okay to be sad it is okay to feel broken because you are the repairer you're the one that we call to repair our hearts lord we thank you every day for the good times, for the bad. We thank you for all the tests that you have given us to make us stronger and wiser and able to overcome all the issues that are in, for, in front of us. Lord, there is a shadow behind me, but you are the light in front of me. I'm focused on the light and stay away from the dark. Lord, in your everlasting name, amen. God bless you. God keep you. Don't have your a good day no good sir and good ma'am have yourself a great day see you next time